Good evening, everybody. Michael D. here again. We got a great topic for you. All right, great headlines for you. Will the Wagner Group pull out of, of Ukraine, or will they not pull out of Ukraine? Well, we got more on this story from a man that knows more about this story than beans. We're going to throw it over to Scott. Scott? Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, I see this headline in, um, in our favorite uh, unbiased news source where they're talking about the Wagner Group threatening to pull out from the battle that is going on in Bakhmut, where they've been fighting for quite a while. And, um, you know, altogether, all um, the Wagner Group, they're a private mercenary force. They've been fighting, you know, alongside the Russians. And they've been leading the, this month-long battle that take control of Bakhmut. And the leader of the group said that he would hand over fighting to the region to the Russian army on Wednesday because they've described the battle as being more symbolic than strategic, and it's unclear um, whether his announcement is a serious declaration of intent or an empty threat, but evidently they're running out of ammunition, and that's a good reason to want to pull out. But the U.S. has said nearly half of the estimated 20,000 Russian troops that are killed in Ukraine since December were Wagner fighters in Bakhmut. So that's a big battle going on, and if they pull out, that's really going to minimize Russia's effects there. You know, I don't know if they're going to pull out of the whole war, but that's they're pulling out of that battle. If more people would so stop, we'll if more people would stop supporting Russia, they'd be forced to pull out. Yeah. You know, they'd be um, they'd be uh, forced to surrender. But I will say yeah. this: that. You know, if anything happens to Taiwan, you know, that's a third world war you're looking at. And, uh, I know. And, and that's uh, it, a lot more serious. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, just Russia does not understand what the what's going to happen to Russia itself if a third world war breaks out. You know? Yeah. I don't think old man Putin has thought about the consequences behind it. You know? Well, he's fighting his war in Ukraine for a different reason than why China would want to attack Taiwan. China thinks they own Taiwan, and Taiwan's part of China. And, you know, we know that Taiwan is a separate, you know, entity. They got their independence. They have their own democratic government and everything. And, you know, they, they produce 90% of the uh, computer chips in the world, I think. And... You know, China wants to capitalize on that, and, you know, that would be terrible if... if and we have a, a vested interest in Taiwan. Of we course. have companies over there. We have, you know, we have a lot. We've, we've said we're going to defend them. Whereas Ukraine, I mean, the interest we have in Ukraine is, you know, things that are not on the surface, like money laundering and the, the bio labs that we don't admit to and all those kind of things. Exactly. You know, but... <clears throat> Well, yeah, exactly. You know, you know. Uh, but the question really is: then ask yourself, how many other foreign countries is Biden gonna support if that really happens? You know, yeah. You know? Well, the problem is Biden supported this effort in Ukraine, fighting this proxy war against Russia, and given so many of our arms over there that we don't have a stockpile of our own now. And if China did attack. 
Taiwan, and then we have the whole Pacific Rim that's threatened with, you know, from Japan to the Philippines and Guam and all that, all the way down to Australia. They're, they're all going to be counting on us to step in, and it's like, okay, you know, I mean, we've got some really, really fancy, you know, fifth generation, you know, stealth fighter jets and everything, and we can get to anywhere in the world in, in no time flat from up in Alaska. It's amazing how we've got so many jets up there ready to go, but. Still, we don't need to be fighting a real war where we're really, you know, the whole world's involved. You know, it's like that would be the worst thing. And that, exactly. I think China keeps themselves in check, and that they can start helping get Putin to stop his war and just start having peace in the world instead of this war. Exactly, I agree with you. See, there was nothing wrong originally when Ukraine had their own little piece of land for about eight years and then Putin wanted it all back to be like the USSR again so this makes no sense other than the power play you know that's what it boils down to be is Putin's on nothing but a power play what do you have to say about that Scott well Putin is threatened by NATO and all those countries around Ukraine were, were joining NATO and he feels like NATO is right on his border and he's feeling, you know, pressure in that respect that he feels he has to try to get some ground with Ukraine. But doesn't he realize he's, it's like, I don't know, I don't know what what to say, but I mean, he's destroyed the country. Mm-hmm. He's bombed, you know, hospitals and schools. And I mean, why is he killing innocent civilians? I don't understand. You know, why is he destroying the every aspect of the country you know <laughs> exactly it's a, it's a lose lose situation for Mr. Putin yeah. but I don't think this man has the mentality to understand for him it's a lose lose if he attacks another country you know yeah yeah it's just gonna be a total disaster for lack of yeah. better words to use Scott well it's like his pride you know it's like well if I'm going to lose, I'm going to go nuclear and win. Or, you know, I mean, he didn't say that, but I mean, it's like I don't think he's willing to to back down. You know, I I think that China stepped in and talked him into brokering some kind of a truce, and if both sides are willing to give a little bit, and you know, something could be done. But it's like they should be working on something. I mean, there was talk back in February about a possible peace thing coming up and then all of a sudden that just disappeared you don't hear about it anymore it's like why isn't somebody trying to do something well that's right that's true that's very true i mean uh, from what has been happening in the past is uh president Zelensky of ukraine has sat down at the talk tables with president putin and it lasted maybe 30 minutes before uh, Putin started saying no to everything. Yeah, because Zelensky want, doesn't want to give up any of the land, and Putin doesn't want to, they, neither one of them want to budge. So it's like, they're getting nowhere. It's like, they're both going to have to give a little and, and settle this thing, or it's just going to keep going on. I mean, we can't just keep supporting endless, endlessly the Ukraine. We're not, you know, an untapped, you know, bottomless pit, even though he thinks we are, and Biden thinks we are. <laughs> this is why we're in debt so badly. But Look what happened to the banks already with inflation and all these things. I mean, we can't just keep printing money and printing money. and It's just, you know, it's got to stop. 
Absolutely, I agree with you a thousand percent. And I'm sure most of our listeners will agree with that. You know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's the president. Unfortunately, we're stuck with him for another, what, two years? Yeah, we'll see. You know, unless he gets impeached somehow and, God help us, that Harris takes over. Well, they say that there were some arrests at the White House. I don't know who got arrested, but they say that things are going down on Hunter, and who knows? I mean, I don't know what's going down, but, you know, some of these people that have intel and back channels and stuff, they tell you what's going on, but um, I haven't got the, um, you know, the actual facts. It's kind of like, okay, like hints of what's going on, that Mm -hmm. things are coming down on Hunter and, you know, that involves Biden and the whole Biden family, you know, so I don't know, it's like at least we have, you know, the, the House is able to investigate now and they're doing all kinds of investigations and I see you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene put tweets out there about you know, that they're, the House is finding so much more than they even thought possible with Hunter that I don't see there's any way he's going to get away with it, like he, you know he thinks he will. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's true. It, it's very true. Uh, things he's probably done that we can't even mention right now. <laughs> no, I know. But I will tell you that once we get our our nose on that story, we're going to bring it to you first yeah. and the truthful story about it. Scott, you'll make sure of that, and so will I. Yeah. And if we ever get a story wrong, which I doubt... We'll be the first to admit it. But again, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you again, I challenge you again tonight, to tell three of your friends to listen in. Make that a challenge. Will you take it? I hope you do. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again to say goodbye. With that being said, Scott, thank you again for showing up. You're welcome, and thank you all for listening, and thanks for keeping this world in prayer so all the forces to be will keep in check and the world won't blow itself up. Well, we hope not. We know that. So, with that being said, I'll say this. Until next podcast, God bless the American people, and God bless our troops. We're out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening.